This Wilder's Catch podcast is proudly brought to you by Audible. Do you find that you just don't have time to read all of the awesome books that you hear mentioned on the Wilder's Couch? Well, Audible might just have the answer. Audible is offering the Wilder's Couch listeners a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. You can get books like Eat Right for Your Blood Type, Why We Get Fat by Gary Torbs, The Paleo Diet for Athletes, or even The Success Principles by Jack Canfield. So to download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash the wellness couch for your free audiobook. Thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. This is Up for a Chat with Cindy O'Mara, Karen Smith, and Kim Morrison. topics that are important to you, inspiring you to awaken the change within. And I'm Karen Smith. I'm Kim Morrison. And I'm Cindy O'Meara. And we totally rock. Can I just put that out there? Like, this is a little family, the three of us. And we just have the best times during these shows. I just wanted to say that. I just wanted to say that. We don't often get to connect with each other. But when we do and we do the show, oh, my goodness, we just have such a fat time, and I mean P-H-A-T time. (laughs) (laughs) So today we decided to do something that we were just having a little giggle about, and I think you're going to enjoy it, actually. I think you're going to get a real kick out of it. We decided to do a show on conspiracy theories. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Absolutely hilarious. And, you know, I shouldn't actually say that because I'm sure that there are some truths. I mean, let's face it, where there's smoke, there's bound to be fire. But let's say that there are some truths in some of these conspiracy theories. I mean, what if there are aliens among us? I mean, have you ever seen an alien, Kimmy? Um, Depends. I've been confronted with myself first thing in the morning (laughs) after a big night. I was going to say the same thing. I loved how we started this conversation off air too. It's <laughs> just hilarious, and you oh, have to share it. All right, I have to share it. So <laughs> I don't often turn Channel Nine Today Show on, but I was home alone, which is not oh, that doesn't happen often. And I thought oh, I'm going to listen to the Today Show. So the news comes on breaking news and I'm thinking oh my gosh what's happened so I leave the kitchen go into the lounge where the television is because I'm just listening to I'm not watching them breaking news 150 people have devastatedly gotten sick on a cruise ship with Novo virus so the girl the interviewer oh my going this is breaking news and, and anyway, the girl interviews one of the ladies that had come up. She said, yeah, it was a 24-hour virus, a bit of vomiting, a bit of diarrhea. I was fine by the end of the 24 hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then the second breaking news. So that was the end of that one and I listened to the report. And the girl's like going, what a devastating end to a what was meant to be an amazing holiday. What a oh. devastating end. And like I'm listening to this reporter laughing at her thinking, how dramatic. I'm sorry, you are being such a drama queen and this isn't even worth watching. But before I turned it off and our second breaking news, they have caught footage of the underwear thief in Melbourne. (laughs) (laughs) 
Are you serious? That's breaking news? You know, like the underwear thing. So he goes to people's clotheslines and he takes their underwear and now they've got footage of him. (laughs) Shameful. Shameful. Imagine looking on the news and seeing it was your brother or your brother or someone you knew. Actually, Kimmy, it looked like Aaron. It did look like Aaron. Oh, that's hilarious. Although it could be my brother because that's Melbourne. Okay, so I want to ask you then, what what actually is a conspiracy theory? Is it based on truth? Is it based on a whole lot of, like, explain to me what it means by a conspiracy theory. Well, it's, it's, it's like when there's a theory on something, but it's not proven. And it just kind of, it gains in popularity. So it's like, this one tells that one, tells this one, mm-hmm. tells that one. And it's, it's a theory that gains in popularity, but it doesn't actually have any proof behind it. So, so, so a conspiracy theory along the lines that Lady Diana yeah, um, yeah. was actually the royals that took her out yeah. or that 9-11 was actually done by the government in order to reduce the trade tower, trade towers. Is, is, is this what we're talking? Yes. Or the fact that there's UFOs or um, circles and wheat fields and things like that. Is that where we're going? Yes. Great. That's it. That's the one. Actually, I totally, I totally love those crop circles. So I just looked up conspiracy theory on Wikipedia and it says a conspiracy theory is an explanatory or speculative hypothesis uh-huh. suggesting that two or more persons or an organisation have conspired to cause a cover-up. Through secret planning and deliberate action, an event or situation typically regarded as illegal or harmful since the mid-1960s, the phrase has denoted explanations that invoke conspiracies without warrant, often producing hypotheses that contradict the prevailing understanding of historical events or simple facts. All right, let, let, let's just take this. So when I was um, doing Australian history, and, you know, Kiwi Kim wouldn't have done this, um, but Karen, and you're South African Karen, yeah, so... Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know that I would have... I'm, I'm, I'm thinking I fit in with Kiwi Kimmy right Yeah, yeah, you're let's both. Let, let, me, let me tell you what I, I learnt. So I learnt in Australian history that Captain Cook discovered Australia, that the Aboriginals were quite happy with the white men coming in, that there was no death from the Australian Aboriginals, that our explorers, Burke and Wills, were amazing explorers, brave men that forged, you know, to discover Australia. And these were the things I was taught as a young girl. But as I grow older and do travel and read more books, I realise that they're all lies. None of that was true. Captain Cook didn't discover Australia. The, the, the Dutch discovered Australia in 1602 up at the Cape. They, they landed on the Cape and the Dufkin. And the, the Batavia landed in Australia um, on the Western Australian side in 1600 and something. So, number one, that was wrong. Number two, uh, Birkenwills were, were two very inexperienced um, people that had no idea what they were doing and absolutely decimated a, um, an exploration through the centre of Australia. And they didn't die from lack of water and lack of uh, food. They actually passed away as a result of eating nadu, which was a plant that the Aboriginals knew that they had to uh, prepare properly in order to eat it, whereas 
you know, Burke and Wills couldn't care about culture and tradition. All they could care about was, um, you know, just conquering Australia. So that, you know, like, you've got to wonder, you know, um, where's the conspiracy? Where's the theory? And I look in science as well. Speculative hypothesis. So a speculative hypothesis is what we do in science. We speculate a theory and then we go out and find out if it's true or not. Mm. So, you know, when I look at the actual meaning of conspiracy theory, um, I reckon there's conspiracies everywhere. It's not, there has to be. And even yeah. when it's proven, there's a lot of theories that unprove it. Yeah. Well, I'm just on a website right now about the top eight conspiracy theories that Ooh. are turning out to be true. Ooh. Oh, I know, I know. So the first one is UFOs. Um, NASA now has reported that um, there is abundant evidence that clearly indicates that there's something going on in our atmosphere and we should be paying serious attention to it. So that was, a, that was a theory for years. Well, wasn't it? For decades, generations almost. Um, mm-hmm. But I went to NASA in yeah. Houston and I was walking around and I felt like I was in a movie set, ghost town kind of feeling. It was really weird. And I remember standing there looking at the whole Neil Armstrong thing and images of the shuttle and all of these sorts of things. And I remember standing there thinking, now, if I truly believe that man went to the moon, this looks like a really, I felt like I was watching that show where Jim Carrey's in the middle of it and he doesn't realise the whole world's watching him, whatever that was called, um, the Truman Show. And, And I really felt like it was a really weird, weird place. And if I didn't believe that man went to the moon, you could so see how the whole thing was staged. I sat in that room where they, you know, the movie, whatever that movie was, where he was in the, oh, I don't know, the takeoff of the whole moon landing thing, that gorgeous, that actor. And I was standing there thinking, this whole thing was set up for that movie. It it didn't feel the other way around that I was in a place that in history had happened and now I'm in... I felt like I was in a movie set. It was the most surreal experience. And then my brother turned around to me and went, what, you actually believe they went to the moon? And I went, oh, I thought they had. But no, his whole belief was that it was all a complete conspiracy. So, I don't know, it's weird. I guess it depends on what's important to you, isn't it? Like with Cindy and um, the history and culture and tradition, I mean, that's, mm. that's a passion of yours and always has been. And it would make sense that you would inquire into something like that, you know, or that that your travels would unfold the truth about stuff like that. But why why is it that it's never reported? Like, why is it always considered to be a conspiracy theory? Because even with what you're talking about, Kimmy, you cannot tell me that there weren't people standing behind cameras and that they, I mean, sure, they might have been sworn to secrecy, but, you know, for enough money, people will blab. And it's never gotten out that that was a setup. And to be honest, I I think it's this. I think it's the same. Because why have we never been back again? If we if we had the technology back then, why haven't we been back again? Sounds like a load of hooey to me. And for some reason, people haven't come out and said it. Or maybe Mm -hmm. or or maybe they have, and maybe they've been killed. Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. because there was a. 
the doctors and people dying when they bring out the truth around certain medications or formulas or, mm. oh, my gosh, that's I, not I uncommon. actually heard a conspiracy theory around the oil companies. Years and years and years ago, there was a company that um, started making electric cars and they had to make the, they had to dig underground underneath the house to be able to make the cars, but everybody who was making the cars was murdered. And it was, it was a friend, it was my ex-boyfriend many moons ago, it was his best mate that was murdered. I thought that was quite fascinating. Because, yeah, the fuel companies, because they know that if an electric car comes out, then obviously we don't need fuel. We don't need petrol. So they stand to lose everything. I mean, you think of BHP, you think of BP, you think of Caltex and Shell and all that lot. They lose everything because that's where their their money comes from. And if an electric car comes out, everybody's going to go for it. And this was before we we were so environmentally conscious. This was probably, I don't know, going back 15, 20 years ago maybe. Mm. I, feel yeah. like we're doing, I feel like we're doing our own episode of the X <laughs> oh it's fabulous isn't it what else have we got actually, actually I, have, I have to tell you before you go on like um next door to me is this um gentleman that I follow on Facebook and um he always does conspiracy theories and so I call him Mulder oh, and the yeah. other the other day I gave his wife um, a really, really good conspiracy um, podcast to listen to. And so she um, emails me and she goes, Mulder says, thanks, Scully. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been our Mulder it. and Scully. <laughs> I love it. I did too. I thought it was really good. <laughs> but, but, you know, before you go to number two, actually, it'd be interesting to see if it's made um, it to the top eight. But the Zika, this new Zika um, outbreak yeah. is really interesting and there's conspiracies happening around. And I heard it on the ABC today, actually, um, which, you know, is the gospel of the world, is the ABC. Um, but, yeah, I was listening to, um, here's the doc on, you know, the scientist that seems to know the answers to everything. Um, anyways, yeah, Dr. Noddle, that's his name. Um, so they were, somebody got on and just said, well, what about the theory that the, the Zika virus is a result of the DTAP um, vaccine that has just been introduced into Venezuela, I think it was. Um, and you should have heard the long explanation he had. And then he went, so we think that the virus does it this way, but the, no, the vaccine has nothing to do with it. And I went, how can you be so sure? Have you done the science behind this that, that it could be? You know, so this is the conspiracy about the Zika. And when you have a look at Zika up on Zika in um, Wikipedia, it's been around since 1947. They first isolated it in 1947. Why all of, us, why all of a sudden have we got this outbreak? Why is everybody talking about it? Why are we now saying it's sexually transmitted? Oh, wow, I haven't heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is what they're now saying, that, it, that, that they now have a case of a sexual transmission in oh, the U.S., Is this Texas. like the whole chicken flu or bird flu thing that came out? Yeah, it's meant to be from mosquitoes. But now, this morning, they said, we have our first case where, and I went, well, if the guy's come back from Venezuela and he's had sex with his wife, could it have been a mosquito just kind of got in his clothes and she got stung by the mosquito and it wasn't sexual? And how are they proof? And people are probably listening to me going, oh, come on, Cindy, surely they've figured that one out. I don't know. If a guy, I just, 
I'm just but trying do we not have cycles with these? I mean, there was that equine thing. There was the bird flu. It seems like every couple of years we have Ebola, the Ebola, the mad, mad cows. Uh, mad cows. It's like we seem to have these things. The human race doesn't get ripped, wiped out, but it's like it's almost another excuse for another, oh, I, I mean, gosh, don't slam me down or light me down with some, you know, bolt, a lightning bolt, but it's almost like we do it to create a new vaccine or something or I don't know. It feels very weird to well, me that every couple of years we have a new outbreak. And I yeah, wonder well, if it doesn't happen through chemtrails. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you look at um, there's, you, you look up Zika and every – just look up Zika on Google and every single thing will be – race for a new vaccine, race to find the, the vaccine, race to do this. And it's all vaccines. They're just saying we're going to create a vaccine for the Zika virus. I think that I think the vaccine creators are bored. They're <laughs> bored. They're ready for another one, so they create some outbreak. Because i tell you what, i tell you where my head went. My son, we were listening to the news about this the other day, and on the news they're going... Um, and that was on, I can't remember, it was the ABC or Channel 9 or whatever it was, I can't even remember, but they were saying that two people have contracted the Zika virus or whatever it is, blah, 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 and Jacob goes, where? And I went, I don't know, and he goes, and then they went on about these two people, and then Jacob goes, well, what two people, young kids, are they travelling overseas, was it, I mean, now they're saying, and he just kept, every time they kept talking about these two people, Jacob would go, they could have made them up, what two people? Where are these two people? And I was sitting there going, listening to him going, oh, Good my God. Point. Every time he said something about two people, Jacob would go, what two people? Where? What are they? Where's the picture of them? What, what have they got? What's their symptoms? And all they kept saying was, and then in my head, when I listened to the next news bulletin and they repeated it, all I could hear was someone talking about these two people that had contracted this thing and it was done by a mosquito and there was it was like really sensationalised. It could have just been two people with a mozzie bite. <laughs> well, this is what the four conspiracy theories are about the Zika virus. You ready for them? Mm-hmm. Go for it. We can blame the current Zika outbreak on genetically modified mosquitoes. Two, the rise in Brazilian babies born with microcephaly is actually due to the t- DTaP vaccine somehow. So this is the conspiracy theory I heard. Three, Rockefeller something, something bioterrorism something maybe. <laughs> That's what they've said. So Rockefeller, something, something, bioterrorism, something maybe. And the is that just is, you can't read the word? I just want to check. No, no, that's what it's saying. It's actually saying Rockefeller, something, something, bioterrorism, something maybe. According oh. to this theory, the Zika outbreak was intentionally caused by someone. This one lacks any followable evidence. So this girl says, and the fourth conspiracy. Now, I have only just started hearing about Zika in the last couple of days and already, well, the last couple of weeks, and already there are four conspiracy theories. The outbreak is cleverly designed ploy to make us all get a Zika vaccine, I guess. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And then if we don't get the Zika vaccine, then there's no pensions, no... um, No jab, no play. Yeah, that. (laughs) No pension, no jab, no pay. Yep, no jab, no pay. Um, Actually... Just going on from this, uh, I was um, Karen, given... I want to hear the rest of the other conspiracy oh. theories too, by the way. But yeah, okay, yeah, I'll just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, I'll finish the Zika one and then you can go on the rest of the conspiracy theories because I'm very interested too. Uh, so I was listening to um, a podcast um, with a, Nicole Paul. She's a, a lawyer here in Australia and she was talking about the um, constitutional rights of the no jab, no pay 
um, legislation or whatever that, that, that thing is. And she actually says that it's a smokescreen for something that's going, that has already been passed in Australia and will come in in June this year and it's called the Biosecurity Act. And I, I don't know this is fact, so nobody say that this is fact. This is just what she has said. And it's worth going and listening to her interview. Uh, but she basically says that the Biosecurity Act is if there is a, a breach of security to the biosecurity um, of Australia, then the authorities have in their right to do what it takes to protect the agriculture and the humans from that biosecurity risk. And that could be medications, spraying of these mosquitoes with who knows what they spray these things with. Um, they can do, you know, what they want to stop that biosecurity risk. And I went to the, the Act and tried to read it and all I could read was agriculture. I couldn't read anything about humans. So I'm going to go back, listen to her again, read, you know, read more on it and just see if what she's saying is true because if what she's saying is true, this is scary stuff, you know. So, um, all right, let's go to two Karen. I agree let's, with you, though. That is very scary. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but then people you, that don't believe in conspiracies and believe everything they read, it would be scary. I mean, this Zika thing would be bloody scary if you didn't have a bit of a cynical brain around it. I mean, really. I mean, it could be really bad. Mm. But so was bird flu. So was the equine issue. So was the... Ebola. Ebola. Like, all of it was unbelievably high risk at the time. And I figure if we're all going to go, I mean, the one thing I'd be scared of is a nuclear bomb more than anything. But anyway, carry on. Yeah. The, the, um, the, if anybody's interested in listening to Nicole Paul, because she's a lawyer, um, she's not, you know, she's, she knows the acts. Um, so it's on globalfreedommovement.org. And it's episode 61 and it's called Misconceptions of Democracy, How and Why Government No Longer Serves the People with Nicole Paul. So the interview with Nicole Paul will be among the most important um, global freedom movement media we do. Why? Not merely because she brings a wealth of specialised expert knowledge to the table, as many of our guests have, but because... With Nicole, we are about to unveil what may be just about our last hope if we are not to stop the rampantly spreading tyranny around the globe and employ a realistic, workable solution. Nicole's unique background and insider knowledge of the legal system and government places her well to effectively strategize solutions that are workable and acknowledge the realities of the situation we face. This episode with Nicole Paul is a central study in preparation for an effective intervention strategy to be disclosed in non-public domain discussions. Spread it far and wide if you value what tattered shreds are left of true freedom and unadulterated truth. Because you look at the, like you watch the Murdoch papers, I'm sorry, but they are so one-sided. They're not telling both sides of any story, whether it's financial. Just go and watch the movie, um... Uh, the short, the short um, about the global financial crisis with all the great actors in it. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The shortfall, the shortfall. Yeah, yeah. It tells the truth about how the GFC happened and how it was fraud and lies by government, 
by financial um, agencies, by banks, and most people didn't even know what was happening, but three mm. people figured it out and betted against it and won unbelievably. But they, 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 didn't, they weren't happy to win because they could see what was happening. It's a fascinating movie worth going to. Now, that was a conspiracy theory that has shown to be the truth. Yeah. Yeah. See, I think, and there was another one um, when George Bush was elected. There was another guy by the name of Michael Moore who put out a couple of movies. Mm. One that I remember was Stupid White Men, and he yeah. he um, spoke about how the voting was all rigged, and um, I think it was the, the 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 state of Florida that it was all rigged um, by George Bush and. Certain people weren't allowed to vote, which then swung the votes straight into George Bush's camp. And then they spoke about the weapons of mass destruction and how they never existed in the first place. And George Bush has the major shareholdings of the defence, the, the company that supplies the defence uh, machinery. Mm-hmm. So he has a direct benefit. And I'm just trying to remember this correctly. I hope I haven't messed it up. But he gained direct benefit from being at war. Um, and now, because it's been going on for so long, George Bush is so sitting pretty, but because they've done so much damage overseas of going to war that they can't pull out now because it's all too late and now there's all pride and all that sort of crap that's involved. But it's, um, but he's, mm-hmm. he's, he's making an absolute fortune out of all of it. Mm-hmm. And, that's, and, 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 and uh, that was proved to be true. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the thing that I love the most about this is that there are people who are willing to say, hang on a second, you don't get to pull the wool over our eyes and they question it. And then when it does get proven to be true, the only downside to it, though, is that nobody knows that it was proven to be true. It doesn't get made to be as public as what the initial yeah. work was. You know, like even with the Zika virus, somebody's going to find out that something, there has been a, cons- there has been a, you know, a conspiracy or whatever, Somebody, if somebody finds that out, we won't hear about that. We'll only hear, oh, no, it's gone away now, or it just dies mm. a natural death, you know? You know, there's a, a, a researcher, and she's been researching viruses since the early 1980s. She's 57, I think, now. Her name is Judy Makovitz, um, so that's M-I-K-O-V-I-T-S. And she... Like, I've never heard of her before, but I've been listening to her and her discovery of retroviruses. And um, it's uh, like, her book is called Plague. And if anybody's interested in understanding viruses and how they are changing and what they do to our genetic makeup and how many of them, many many of them, like AIDS, um, and maybe Zika, I don't know because I haven't, I'm going to go and read what she's got to say about the Zika when I get a chance. But she goes on all the viruses from AIDS right through to now and she just talks about we discovered in 1985 about the AIDS virus and, and I can't remember exactly what she was saying but this is what we discovered and we put it in a science article and we were gagged. So she's been gagged, put in jail, um, so many things have happened to her that are, you know, just quite, quite scary. So I'm I, like, I haven't got her book yet, but I've been listening to her interviews, and nobody's heard of her. Who's heard mm-hmm. of her? Mm-hmm. And yet, all she does is is research viruses, and she has no 
affiliation with any financial institution. She just wants to tell the truth. So, well, her yeah. truth. Uh, well, and, and, and I think yeah. that when we all think the same, that's what we do believe to be the truth. But if we didn't agree with her philosophy, then we wouldn't think it was the truth. We'd think it was just her her viewpoint. I mean, isn't this what makes us a conspiracy? Isn't it the fact that there's question around the so-called proven facts? Isn't that what conspiracy really is about and, and what we believe to be? And just because we like that person because they think like us, we believe that that's the truth. Is I mean, how do we even know that there's a conspiracy behind the conspiracy? How do we, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Well, that's okay. true too, isn't it? It's true, it's true. Do you, do you think that Many people are just walking around, not really uh, having their eyes open, just reading the newspaper, listening to a current affair. Well, I think if it wasn't for you, there's 150 people with no virus. But if it wasn't for you two, I wouldn't be that aware, I don't think. If I wasn't listening to podcasts and I wasn't listening to different people in our networks and people thinking the way they think it's only because you put yourself out there and you actually go and integrate into the world and different tribes and different communities that you actually have an awareness to then create your own beliefs or thoughts behind it and thankfully I don't have to even create my beliefs because I've got YouTube I can just go yeah what they said oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious when you bring up these things you and, and like you said in the beginning, where there's smoke, there's fire. So why are people even, you know, questioning did we land on the moon? What, where did the Zika virus come from? Absolutely. Is there really that bigger thing? What's the Biosecurity Act? There's no jab, no pay. Is that, you know, is that a smoke screen for that? You know, I, I, like there's, where there's smoke, there's fire, is there? Or is somebody just doing a meme where somebody says something and then they whisper it into somebody else's ear and, and eventually it gets around but it gets around as, as the wrong point of view and, and we could be, you know, increasing that at the moment as we talk about conspiracy theories. But I think it's a good idea that we, we don't just read newspapers because newspapers are owned by, such as Murdoch, who owns... He's, he's, has big shares in drug companies, who probably has shares in financial companies. And you kind of got to, like when you listen to this um, global freedom movement, um, and they've done a lot of interviews, when you listen to their stuff, you kind of got to go, oh, what's right and what's wrong now? Where? I don't you know. But you're making a point there, Bosindi. You yourself know. You've been at the end of this. We all have. When we go on television or radio, we are told by the producers what we can and can't say because there's people that are sponsoring the show that would not like our opinion or that's why we don't get invited onto shows because our opinion would conflict the people that are paying the money. And so I think what happens with conspiracy theories, in my opinion, is it becomes more about cynicism and not knowing who the hell to trust anymore or what's the agenda behind the original fact, thought or, or proposition. So it's it's a lot more than just conspiracy. It's it's fact. It, uh, it, it's trust. It's it's what we actually believe in. It's money and, and money seems to be throughout evolution, whatever it is that we've traded in, be it money, herbs, spices or gold, 
there's always the greed factor that drives some behaviours which cause people to behave in ways that would not be seen or deemed ethical, appropriate or moral. Therefore, there's always going to be people in Australia that are going to be baddies, for want of a better word, or, or greedy or whatever it is. There's always going to be people, I laugh when people say to me, oh, that's such an Australian tall poppy thing. Well, I think if you lived in England, it'd be the same thing. If you live in New Zealand, it's the same thing. I don't think we're any different. And there's good Christians and not very good Christians or people that hide behind the veil of being a Christian. And there's there is so much to it. it, it for me, it comes down to... Um, a little bit of cynicism or if I feel, mm-hmm. it, I don't know, whether or not there's a shield or a there's a there's something up that has your heckles go up that you're thinking, what's the agenda behind this? That's kind of what raises the heckles or the thought, first thoughts of whether or not you believe it, would it? I think the upside is that it, it forces us to not be so gullible in the context of, okay, so we get told this, but then somebody else is, you know, ferociously saying the opposite. And then a person gets left in the middle, unless they're particularly interested in that, um, that, that, that topic. You know, mm-hmm. like you're, you're not being swayed one way or the other. You're not being as conditioned. So I think that that's, I think that's a good thing. I think it serves a really good purpose. But I'm a bit with Cindy in that if there's smoke, there's fire. Like if you, if you go back to what you were talking about, Kimmy, with the uh, walking on the moon and, 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 and aliens and stuff, there are so many people who have been in high-powered positions that have come out and said, this is truth. This is a reality. It's not a conspiracy theory. You're being misled. And, you know, just because they get outnumbered by a government official or whatever the case might be, there's not enough credibility or there's not enough weight given to what they're saying that there's then has people say, well, you know what? And I'm really just going to put this out there. But our governments act in their own best interests. They don't act in the best interests of the planet and, and of, their, of their countries. They act in their own best interests for their, for their ability to be re-elected for their term. So whatever they've got to hide or whatever they've got to fabricate, that's what they're going to do. They're not interested in the betterment or the expansion of humanity. In fact, quite the opposite. Look at the way that our society is structured. I'm way off topic right now, but so here comes a rant. <laughs> like you look, at, you look at our kids, they go to school and they learn how to become mm-hmm. workers. They learn how to become workers. They don't learn anything about what they need when they leave school to be healthy and well, to be um, in positive, empowered relationships, how to manage money and make it how, and how to keep it. They don't learn anything like that. I mean, the best I learned in high school was how to make bloody apple crumble. You know, like that's <laughs> really, do me a favour. And then we go, we leave school and we go into university where we're stuck with the hex debt that forces the, the, the graduate to go into a job to repay the hex debt after they graduate from uni. So the person is trapped in the system all the way along. And if they want a way out, sure, go and join the Defence Forces because the Defence Forces will give you another way out or another thing to do. But then, of course, you're indebted for 11 years after you've done your trade or your qualification with them. So the system in itself is flawed, and anybody who breaks out of that system, hats off to them. But the government's not interested in having the masses be empowered or think for themselves. In fact, quite the opposite. They're interested in having the masses be dumbed down, and they do that. I reckon, here's my conspiracy, they do that through chemtrails, through all of that sort of stuff, so that it hits the masses, hits globally, keeps everybody suppressed and sick. 
there you go vaccinations all of that sort of stuff now you know I don't I don't say yes or no to it because I don't have kids and of course I was vaccinated when I was a kid but you think of all of the stuff that we're forced to do and think um you can't tell me that's from a that's from a society that wants its people to be able to think for themselves could you imagine if yeah, we but were... maybe we start out that way, wanting to be, uh, you know, I don't think a teacher starts out in life to not want to teach children how to be, uh, you know, and, and to educate them and give them a beautiful life of, of opening up their ability to, to want to know things. And I don't think a doctor no, starts out to be a doctor, do you, you know, and so... I don't think that that, I don't think, I think what that, well, I think what we have now mm-hmm. is a conditioned society. Mm-hmm. But I think that the inception of it, you look at all of the ways in which we control the masses through religion and through governmental mm-hmm. requirements, all the ways to control the minds of people. Mm-hmm. Now we're living with that. And we're starting to open our eyes. There are people who are beginning to buck the system, and I'm sure they've always been there. But I think now... They used to get burned at the stake, Kaz. And stoned. <laughs> yes, yes. Or be a gladiator. Yeah. Oh, they would get to play with the tigers. But now, you know, what's happening now? You know, are they murdered? You know, people are murdered or killed or they disappear or... Yeah, or they're gagged. They're gagged. You know, like this woman talks about that she was gagged and she was put in jail. That just just blew me away. Yeah, she was put in jail. And all of her research... And her office was completely ransacked. Yeah, well, the guy. Gosh, it's there. Mm-hmm. The guy who developed the machine that originally measures vibrational frequencies, Dr. Bruce T. A. Yeah. yeah, he was. His whole offices were destroyed and ransacked, and um, he was. He was. Well, I don't think he was eventually murdered, but he. Everything was destroyed of his, because mm-hmm. the doctor, the, the medical system, didn't want any of that information getting out there. You know, like even I, I was reading something the other day um, of the American gag laws, the ag, it's called the ag gag laws, mm-hmm. where people who work in agricultural industries are not allowed to talk about animal cruelty. They're not allowed to show what happens behind closed doors to the pigs and the farms and the, and the cows and the chickens and the sheep. They're not allowed to show that. That's why people sneak in with cameras and go and take that mm-hmm. footage. But there, there's a gag law. There's a law that actually says you are not allowed to speak about it because it would affect the profitability of the meat industry. Well, this is, it's the same thing in the chemical. It's the chemical mm. thing as well where people are gagged about things that are happening in the environment or they're gagged about the dangers of what certain chemicals are doing to certain people. It, it happens in every industry and it's cruel and it's wrong and we have no idea what's going on in the background. Yeah. We have no idea. It's only through trailblazers or people researching it or questioning it or having the voice or ability, and that's where social media has probably yeah. turned heads for people in high places, if you know what I mean. And I think that's the upside nowadays is we've got more people who are willing to speak out and more platforms where people can be heard, whereas mm-hmm. before it was all very coveted, you know. Mm-hmm. So, But I think everybody's got their little views in terms of what, you know, what we're being ripped off with or what should be changed or what shouldn't be changed or, you know, where we're not being informed enough. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are some of those other theories, baby? Yeah, okay, yeah. here we go, here Let's we go. Them. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, chemtrails chem is totes on there. 
Oh, yeah, chemtrails. Um, And they're saying that um, it's to affect the it's to affect weather. So it's to make sure that we get more rain when we need it and dry when we don't. See, I don't see how that's a conspiracy theory because if you look at Putin, um, it, it was that was what he wanted to do for one of his parades. He wanted um, the clouds to be um, sprayed and, and so that it wouldn't rain on his parade. <laughs> oh, bless. It's well, true. It's like this. I don't think it's a conspiracy theory. That was that was in, I don't know, one of the magazines. Here I am going to mainstream media, but it was one of the, one like Time magazine just saying, you know, Putin didn't want this. So is it a conspiracy theory or do they actually use the chemtrails to um, change our weather patterns and I, I don't know. Well, interestingly enough, when Matt and I, I'd never noticed it because we don't seem to have it here in Australia, but when Matt and I were in Europe, we were in Paris and the sky was just constantly having planes flying over the whole day until finally the whole sky was covered in in the white and then the same was in every city that we went to and then I started looking up even when we went to the states it was exactly the same thing and so when I came home I did a whole bunch of investigating about it to find out what that was and it is a conspiracy theory as far as the as far as uh, Europe and the United States is concerned because they're all saying all that it is is condensation that comes from the planes yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, yeah and, but then the conspiracy theorists are saying that, no, it is actually to manage the weather and others are saying it's to manage the health and well-being of that particular area. Mm. So it's where they drop mass antibiotics or mass viruses depending on the population and the control of the population. Yeah, um, it's, it's been... It's, really interesting um you know i bought my 60 acres and i'm i want to you know make it organic and and do a food bowl and everything like that and i had um a gentleman come and consult with me for five hours yesterday and like it looks like jurassic park seriously it's Mm -hmm. it's just grown unbelievably there are a prickly fig i think that's what it's called and there's wild tobacco and there's thistle and there's wild cotton and these are all and and privet and these are all weeds and um you know he his whole concept is he uses goats to come in and um eat all these things down and we use a bit of machinery to get rid of some of the weeds and then the goats come in and and they keep it down and then there's through land management you do things and anyway he was looking a couple of my weeds and he went oh look the best thing to do is let's just we'll chop that and then we'll poison and i went Poison with what? He says, Roundup. He says, it's perfectly safe. Oh, said, my goodness. You're the echo goat farmer and you're telling me to put Roundup on my land. Oh, he says, it's spot, spot stuff. And I went, but do you understand the ramifications of Roundup? And he says, well, it only affects plants and, you know, bacteria. And I went, no. It affects the shikimate pathway, which stops us being able to use fructose which stops us being able to make our aromatic, aromatic amino acids, which then stops our digestive tract making serotonin, and therefore we can't think very well. And he would have thought, what a bloody conspiracy theory that one is. That is, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I said, yes, it affects bacteria and plants, but we are 
bacteria in our gut and we're cleaning out our guts and as a result of it we're having all these problems. So he just kind of went, I hadn't heard that, you know, and he did want to hear more but I just went, I will not be using Roundup. You know, I'm doing a whole video on it. Why would I do that? Mm. I'm doing a whole documentary on the the how Roundup is, well, not the whole documentary but part of the documentary is on, you know, how Roundup is affecting the gastrointestinal tract which then in turn affects how we digest food, not only wheat and dairy which are our two big problems at the moment but other foods as well. And, yeah, I like, but I think people are unaware. They think Roundup is the safest thing of all. And he said that's the safest thing we can use. And I went, well, I won't be doing it. It won't be happening. And I said, think of something else that I could do. And so he did. He then said, well, we can solarize everything. I said, well, what's that? So what you do is you, you cut these weeds and then you put plastic over the weeds and then the heat gets too intense for them that they just die. Or he said you can use magnesium sulfate chemical. So you drill a hole into the privet that you want to get rid of or whatever it is that you want to get rid of. You put, drill a hole into it and then you put the magnesium sulfate in and it um, draws the moisture out of it and will kill it. And like, you know, all of a sudden he then came up with this idea. So um, I, I just, yeah, look, I tell you, it's... I, don't, I think we just got our shutters on. I don't think we're, we're looking. Uh, and I think um, I look at the vaccination debate and, and, you know, it's not something you can talk about these days because it's so emotional. It's not mm. based on fact. It's all based on emotion. And I don't, don't get why the people who really believe in vaccination are worried about the people, the very small amount of people that have chosen not to vaccinate if they really believe that vaccinations work. It doesn't make any sense to me and they're pitting mother against mother and I don't know how that has happened. Mm. How, how is a mother being pit against a mother? And there's a University of um, New South Wales has just awarded a PhD to a, a um, a woman who, a researcher, who has researched the whole no jab, no pay, uh, mandatory vaccination. And Savin, who are a group of very aggressive people um, against the Australian Vaccination Network, which is Merondori, so they're called Stop the Australian Vaccination Network, are vicious in their attack on this woman that has been given her PhD by the University of New South Wales, saying the University of New South Wales is, is it's not worth going to anymore and that the people that were she was supervised by, um, they're even slandering them. See, I don't, understand, the, I don't understand that. Mm. I think everybody's just doing the best that they can. Everybody's just doing what they think is right based on what they know. And I think that there's a gap in people knowing something and following the herd. I think that there's a bit of a gap in that because people will make, you know, comments that are not based on fact and they'll have opinions and beliefs that are not based on fact and reality. Oh, I've been guilty of that though. But I think everybody has. I think everybody yeah. has, and that's the thing. We're all just doing the best that we can. But if somebody, if, if it's something that you're interested in or it's something that, that's important to you and somebody gives you another argument, well, I think we're behooved to do it. I mean, to research it for ourselves and to come up with our own stance on things. 
I don't, but I, but I certainly don't think that there's any necessity or, 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 or need. Well, I don't think there's any need to to slander another person. I don't think that's fair. No, not I ferociously like that. Well, unless it's someone saying that rape is okay if it's done domestically on the property, then then do, I think we all have a right to. Right. Well, under the, that topic, oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> Let's just talk about that, shall we? Yes, well, that's an interesting one. This mm. absolute peanut face. <laughs> oh, jeez, I, I put such a spray Does she on have all the facts here? Well, peanut face. <laughs> <laughs> I did a Google search on this wanker. <laughs> Sorry, everybody, but I so did. Um, let, me, let me bring it up. Let me find him. Um, I saw this thing on Facebook about this absolute nutter that's coming to Australia who is doing a, a meeting at the Cottesloe pub in Western Australia that um, is, he wants rape legalised. And I saw this little short video on Facebook and he says, yeah, well, women are dumb. They become addicted to mind-numbing television, which makes them dumb. Oh, I just wanted to... Oh my goodness, I just wanted to launch into the computer and just tear him a new one. <laughs> and he's <laughs> he's been touted as a pickup artist. Oh my goodness, so I jumped straight onto Facebook. I set up a comment and I went, Oh my goodness, this is hilarious. Does this guy have any idea? How embarrassing for him to call himself a pickup artist. And I said, sorry, buddy, but if you're reading this post, there's nothing attractive about you. Pick up artist, my ass. <laughs> He's not attractive at all. Like, I'm not no. sorry. I would never look twice at him. For goodness sake, and what kind of peanut calls himself a pickup artist? Mm. Much less, what kind of peanut thinks that he's going to get away with <laughs> going for legalised rape? When the popula- majority of the population are female... They will tear him to shreds. <laughs> Hell hath no fury. Clearly, he doesn't know women at all. <laughs> well, I, I know we haven't got too much longer, but I, if, I'm, oh, if I was, oh, just, I'd want to hear the other conversations. Really oh, okay, okay, okay. You read the whole lot. Okay, okay, okay. What have we got here? We got um, okay. So that there's a group of three people who run the world. Um, what is it here? Uh, it was that there are there's a, there's an elite group of people who are controlled of our health, finances, education, food, politics, media, and financial industries, and they contribute to the the military in um, industry as well. Nicole Paul talks about that, so it's interesting. Yes, go on. Very very interesting. <laughs> you the nearly went that, so it's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nicole Paul talks about it. She's my, she's my new girlfriend. You know, that movie that you were talking about, Kimmy, about the global financial meltdown actually mm-hmm. does suggest the same thing. But only mm. they say that 10 people sit at the head uh-huh. of all of it. Okay. Um, the next one is water fluoridation. A former VP and senior chemist at the U.S. Environmental Protection Agency says, if this stuff gets into the air, it's a pollutant. If it gets into the river, it's a pollutant. If it gets into the lake, it's a pollutant. But if it goes straight into your drinking water system, it's not a pollutant. How amazing. (laughs) (laughs) So true. Um, Now, what's this one? Over unity energy. 
Oh. Uh, lucky enough to be covering Australia. About thermodynamics. Modified account for the fact that space is not empty. Okay, well, that's a conspiracy theory because they're saying, so what they're saying is that space isn't empty, whereas we've been taught that space is this great void and they're saying that it's actually not empty. It's full of a whole bunch of stuff that we are just not looking for. Um, genetically Maybe modified. we're just Trumans. Mm. Okay. Mm. Maybe that? we're just Trumans. You know the, the Truman Show? Um, That's what I was talking about before, that one yeah. with Jim Carrey. Oh, yeah, the yeah, one yeah. with Jim Carrey. Maybe we are just Trumans. Maybe there's some people out there watching us. I mean, I often think that when I'm watching everyone out there running or at Ikea or at a supermarket, if, if you were sitting there watching the human race, it must look hilarious <laughs> that we eat really badly or we eat too much and then we go for a run to burn it off and then we get upset with ourselves so we drink ourselves to oblivion or we take drugs or then we – It's if you really watch the human race, oh, it's not hilarious. very advanced really. Agreed. <laughs> Agreed. The next one was our foods are genetically modified. Yeah, well, they are. Yeah, so that's proven to be true. Yeah. Um, but it was a conspiracy for It a was while, a was conspiracy, it? yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it was a conspiracy for a while. Um, well, it was a conspiracy that, that Clinton didn't have sexual relations with that woman either, and I, I'm yet to see if that was, you know, I mean, really, honestly. Honestly, the whole thing's based around lies. It's all lies. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Any more? Carry on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm loving just, it. There's this one here, the black bucket. Um, oh, what's that? What about Jesus and Mary Magdalene? That's <gasps> been seen as a exactly. uh, as a conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know about that. Well, see, this is a conspiracy theory. This is eight conspiracies that have been proven true. So hold the line, please. Oh. Oh, let me just Google that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I've got a list here. The JFK assassination, uh, the 9-11 cover-up, Area 5-1 and the aliens, Paul is dead, secret societies control the world, the moon landings were faked. Jesus and Mary Magdalene. The Holocaust revisionism. The CIA and the AIDS for AIDS. And the reptilian elite. So there you go. There's a few there. And Elvis is still alive. Uh, really? Yeah. Is he really alive? Yeah, mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. With Diana. Mm. Wow. There you go. I love the fact that we have conspiracies. I love it. All that's- <laughs> They make you talk. They make you, yeah. Look at us. We've done a whole hour on it. I know. And we have actually come to the end of the podcast. (laughs) Believe that or not. Have a conspiracy on that. Have we or have we not? Have we not? Actually, have we done an hour? Or maybe it's less. Maybe it's it's 53 seconds and 53 minutes and 59 seconds. And this could be a conspiracy that this could be the shortest one we've ever done. Ooh. Dun, dun, dun. Well, if we finish it now, it might be. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love we... it. I found this absolutely fascinating. Yeah, it's um, been fun. Yeah, it has been. I hope everybody else has enjoyed it like we have. <laughs> having a good, you know, having a giggle but also having some serious talk about this and um, giving some leads into maybe going and listening to some things and reading some books and, and wait, awakening, I think that, you know, that's a really good thing for us to do um, as a population is begin to awaken and stop being um, dulled down by the media and television. And, I, you know, after, I, after I, I listened to Channel 9, which is where this all started again, 
and I listened to breaking news of 150 people on a 4,000-person cruise ship having Novovirus and vomiting for 24 hours and that the underwear thief... <laughs> It's oh my goodness! Photograph, and that's breaking news. You have to think, what the what? I think I'm just <laughs> going to. I'm just going to do what Kimmy does. Kimmy goes. So sometimes I find myself on Facebook reading stuff, and I I follow some really interesting people, and I find myself reading, and I go, oh, I should get off Facebook. But Kimmy said to me the other day, she goes, Facebook's my magazine. Yes. Mm. And as soon as you said that, Kim, it gave me permission. To read magazines every now and then. I don't buy magazines, mm. but it gave me permission to read the stuff that I really enjoy because this is what I follow. I don't have to buy a magazine with seven, 70% of the pages I don't want even want to read. I want to just read the 30%. I get to actually read a magazine where I want to read all the pages. So thank you, Kimmy, for that one. I really, Aww. I actually now give myself permission to read it without feeling guilty that I'm doing it. Aww, good. Yeah. Just so long as yeah. you're not on it for six hours, sweetie. That's no, I'm not on it for six hours, but I, I might read it for 10 or 15 minutes um, when I'm waiting for um, the kids to get ready and we're going out or... Um, or when you're sitting at the doctor's appointment. Yeah, or, you oh, know, or something like that. Waiting at the doctor's. Yeah, well, dentist, you know, or... Yeah, you're right. Dentist. <laughs> or, I don't know. or when I'm just about to... Like just before, like I go to get into bed pretty early these days, so it's about 8.30 and I do have my um, phone on a very dim light. So I may read it for about 10 minutes before I go to bed and because and I follow a lot of conspiracy, <laughs> I just realise I do. And there it is. <laughs> I'm, waiting the your, I'm waiting for your admittance to Smith. I'm waiting for it. <laughs> Well, just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, come on. <laughs> I love it, I love it. <laughs> oh, I love you both. I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's been so much fun. So for everybody who's listening to today's show, go to our Facebook page at allthews.facebook.com forward slash up for a chat and tell us. Mm-hmm. What are your conspiracy theories? What do you know that we don't know that we should know? Tell us. And if you want to start a conspiracy theory, let's do it. <laughs> you can also post your comments and conspiracies at all the w's.thewellnesscouch.com forward slash up for a chat and we will see you there. So join us here next week on Up for a Chat and be, be part of the ripple effect. effect uh, all I keep thinking about is conspiracies. <laughs> be part of the ripple effect that's conspiring. <laughs> To change the world. <laughs> We're going to see you on the ride. Bye, everyone. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.